Bob Mueller told President Trump's lawyers last month that he is not a criminal target in the Russia probe. Yes, folks, this is a blockbuster story. This just came out, but it seems that this happened a few weeks ago. We'll get to that coming up. Lithuania now wants to pass a law that mimics the Polish Holocaust revisionist law, and it would essentially ban people from saying that Lithuania was involved in killing Jews in the Holocaust, from writing about it, publishing books. There was a controversial book written last year controversial well to lithuanians controversial not controversial to us but it it actually just tells the truth about the horrors that the lithuanian people carried out against yidin now i don't need to tell you the horrors that lita and litvisha jews went through lithuanians murdered hundreds of thousands of litvisha jews wiped out almost all of lita and it's extremely alarming that these countries now are passing laws one after the next to, designed to completely erase history and i encourage everyone and myself included to read up on the history now more than ever it is so important for us to know the facts know all the tragic horrors you know as time goes on and it gets further away from us in our past follow us on Twitter at the Politics Zone at the Politics Zone, and if you want to hear the show as a podcast, send us an email. Some of you already have reached out. The Jewish News Channel at gmail.com, and you can email us about anything. The Jewish News Channel at gmail.com. Bob Mueller tells President Trump last month that uh, now the context of this was. Mueller's trying to get President Trump to testify. He wants to interview President Trump. And the president's lawyers are very hesitant. Trump says, bring it on. But the president's lawyers say, not so fast. You, this could do a lot more harm than good. So so they wanted to know, they wanted Mueller to tell them exactly where things stand. Here's what Mueller said. He said, President Trump is the subject of our investigation, but he's not a criminal target. Now, that's legalese, but here's how I'm interpreting that. What he's saying is, not, saying not a criminal target is clearly a very, very good sign. We knew he was the subject of an investigation. So to me, he has to say that. I mean, is anybody surprised? There are actually some experts who are saying, this is a bad sign. Trump's the, the subject of an investigation. Being the subject of an investigation, he could quickly become indicted or impeached. Folks, is anybody does anybody not know that he's the subject of an investigation? It's been that way basically since he was a candidate. Not that we knew it that far back, but that's how it's been with the FBI and Comey. So nobody's surprised about that. That to me is not even the story. The story is he told them straight out, you are not a criminal target. Now, part of this is probably Mueller doesn't want to get fired. Remember a few weeks ago, uh, there was speculation after the McCabe firing that Trump would fire Mueller. Not that Trump ever suggested that he would, but I don't believe that's the story. Mueller would never, ever say this if it wasn't true, which means this to me is as good a, a, a development as you could ever imagine that Mueller's saying you're not a criminal target. Folks, he's been investigating him for nearly a year, and we're talking a, a heavy, in-depth investigation, turning over, I mean, and way too broad for my taste. Literally, he's left no stone unturned. And at this point, we haven't heard a shred of evidence, and at this point, Trump is still not a criminal target. Well, when's he going to become a criminal target? Now, would anything shock me? Would I be shocked if they indict him or impeach him or who knows what else? No. And Mueller loves this. The guy is in the headlines. We've barely heard a word from him in almost a year, and he's in the headlines literally every day. He's going to drag this out as long as he can. But I think this is an extremely positive development. How could it be a bad thing that he tells him he's not a criminal target? Now, uh, there was a poll that just came out. 67% of Americans want a second special counsel to, to investigate the FBI and DOJ for abuses and corruption with the FISA warrant and with the, with, with the investigation into Hillary, with Uranium One, 
And of course, the FISA application, Carter Page, using the Russian dossier, 67% of Americans, this includes 60% of Democrats, 60% of Democrats want a second special counsel. And yet, last week, Jeff Sessions said he's not ready to appoint a second special counsel. I don't know why. Why do the Republicans always have these special counsels appointed against them, but not the Democrats? Or we had Ken Starr back in the 90s, but... Why can't there just be equal treatment? I'm not even saying, I mean, the Republicans are in charge, so I wouldn't even mind them being biased against the Democrats. But at the very least, why can't there just at least be equal treatment? Just treat them both the same. All right. uh, President Trump has said that he's considering sending the military down to the Mexican border. If if I'm not going to have a wall, you're not going to give me a wall. I'll just send the military, I'll just send troops down there to guard the Mexican border. Not only a wall, they refuse to even uh, give them the amount of deportation border agents that they need. So Trump says, we'll send the military. Mexico is very not happy. Mexican government has already spoken out and said, what do you mean by that? You, 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 we don't want you to send the military. We would not welcome the military. Of course, the Mexicans don't want the military down there. Well, guess what? Do a better job of protecting the border, and then we won't send the military. We, we don't care what you want. I mean, do you care what, I want, what we want? Are you doing what, what we need you to do, what we've asked you to do, what we're giving you a massive amounts of money to do to protect the border? No, they're not doing a thing. In fact, this caravan, we have a showdown here coming up in the next few weeks. This caravan we told you about uh, from Central America of of people seeking asylum, of refugees who the only country they can fathom to go to 2,000 miles away in the United States, these th- this caravan of illegals, which the media is calling refugees seeking asylum, they are headed up. They are uh, it, just traveling through Mexico, telling the whole world, proclaiming they're headed to the United States. And has the Mexican government, government done a thing about it? No. Now, this is Trump. Once again, we see his incredible strategic prowess because when he can't get something done through the normal channels, he doesn't just roll over. He says, all right, let me figure out another way. This was his success in business all the years. This is how people are successful in business. At least that that level of success that Trump reached is, well, let me figure out another way. If I reach an obstacle, I'm not just going to give up. I'm going to use creativity, think out of the box and come up with a strategy. We've seen him do this numerous times. You know, they said that he shouldn't uh, try to challenge NATO. And he says, I'm going to challenge NATO. And it worked. You know, he oh, he, he figures out a way. You know, they, they couldn't repeal Obamacare. He repealed Obamacare uh, in the, the individual mandate, at least, uh, in as part of the tax plan. And, you know, by the way, they're coming up with a lot of Obamacare loopholes because Trump says, well, if you're not going to let me repeal it, Congress, in other words, then I'm going to come up with ways to dismantle it through the powers of the executive branch. Well, that's what he's saying here, too. You're not going to give me the wall? Fine. Well, then I'll just send the military. I have every right to do that. Will he do it? I don't know. But nothing would surprise us at this point, folks. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Saudi King Salomon has reiterated his support for the Palestinians. Now, this is in response to his son. We told you about his son, MBS, who said that the Israelis have a right to their own state, that the Jews have a right to their own state, which was a historic, unprecedented statement uh, by the Saudi crown prince. So now in response to that, uh, the, the, the Saudi king, his father, says, whoa, 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 one second. We still support the Palestinians. This is a big deal. We need peace in the Middle East. We need peace between Israel and the Palestinians. I'm, I'm okay with it. He almost had to do this. And look, he's old school. Is he getting a little panicky uh, that you know his son is maybe going a little bit too far at supporting Israel? Perhaps, but I don't, is he going to interfere? I think he knows what's good for him and good for Saudi Arabia right now, so I don't think he's going to interfere with his son. He's letting his son there and be in control. Uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, an Air India flight flew, that was on its way to Israel flew over Saudi airspace for the first time ever, first time ever that a commercial flight heading 
toward Israel was allowed to, to, to go through Saudi airspace. They're not going to let it all do it just yet, although that may happen, but they're allowing flights headed to Israel. Now, that was historic. Netanyahu said, this is, this is an amazing step. He said, this gives an enormous potential that we haven't seen before for our countries to join forces, you know, for our countries to be more friendly and to have uh, official diplomatic relations. Uh, and, you know, of course, we know that President Trump was the first sitting president to take a direct flight from Riyadh to Israel. So very big stuff happening over there. We'll keep an eye on the Saudi king. But as I said, I don't think this is a big deal. I think he almost had to do this. And guess what? The Republicans are discussing and, and President Trump himself is discussing rescinding some of the $1.3 trillion in the spending package. They want to rescind some of it. In other words, they want to they, they want to not spend the money that they've allocated to all these wasteful domestic programs. They're saying, wait, hold up. Maybe we can backtrack. Maybe we can vote on uh, not using all this money the way we said we were going to use it and actually saving some of the money and not getting into more than $21 trillion of debt as fast as we're getting. I mean, folks, my first reaction was, why would you do this? Why would you pass this one, this, this horrible, hideous $1.3 trillion spending package in the first place? Then you're going to go and talk about rescinding some of it. But this is in response. They've said this. This is in response, of course, to the tremendous outcry. I don't know why they were surprised, but Republicans, especially conservatives, but all Republicans were just pretty furious about this spending package. So now this is how they're responding. They said, maybe we can actually take some of it back. Uh, now, my again, like my first reaction was, uh, come on. I mean, you're going to take it back. But then I said to myself, this is a very good sign. If we can, if they end up doing it, you know, if we can actually if that this, this shows that they're hearing our voices. This shows they're hearing our protests. In other words, uh, if they actually go turn around and rescind some of the spending package, then that tells you that they're listening. That tells you that we have a lot of influence and that when you know we feel strongly about something, we express it to the government, to Washington, to the swamp, they'll listen. Now, they're listening because they want to get reelected because they don't want to lose control of Congress. And look, we'll see if this happens. You know, just because they're talking about it doesn't mean it's going to happen. But I actually think this would be uh, pretty astonishing if they rescind some of the spending package. But it's not going to be very easy to get 51 senators. They don't need 60 for this. 51 would be enough. But even 51 Republican senators voting against a spending package is a very big deal. All right. Uh, we hope everybody's having a wonderful Pesach. And uh, that's going to do it for today. We will see you next time.